The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, we have Mark Henry, we have Bully Ray, and we talk all about what took place over the weekend with the WWE, especially with Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. It's official. We're getting that match at Crown Jewel. Could we possibly see a new WWE Universal Champion? Also, we have the one wrestler that it seems like everybody's talking about. And that's Luigi. That's right. We saw him on Dynamite. Oh, my gosh. Luigi Primo joins us here on Busted Open. And Matt Cardone has been talking a lot of BS, if you know what I mean, about our own Bully Ray. Well, we hear from Bully on that right now. On the Busted Open Podcast. Judging from the crowd reaction. Now, this is me watching from home. When Logan Paul is on my TV. Listen, Logan Paul did a great job in his match at WrestleMania. Yes, he did. Tagging with The Miz. He did a great job at SummerSlam going up against The Miz. He's had two now WWE matches. Two high-profile WWE matches. And he killed it both times. But listening to him talk, listening to him on the microphone, the way he presents himself, he's a heel. And if you watched and listened to that crowd on Friday, even with Roman not in the ring, Logan Paul was getting booed. Fast forward to the next day at the press conference where both were present, Roman Reigns was getting cheered and Logan Paul was getting booed. If they're going to present Logan Paul as a babyface, which it looks like they are, Probably, Mark, the best place for this match to take place is at Crown Jewel on November 5th. Yeah, most definitely. Like, you have a unbiased crowd uh, at Crown Jewel as opposed to him being in Philadelphia or Dallas or New York or California. People are going, well, maybe not California. He might get some love in California. But all of the mainstays, they're going to cheer Roman Reigns because of his legacy and uh, what he brings to the table and the, all of the, the skins that he has on the wall. And, and the fact that he is, a, he's a world beater. He's been a champion for going on two years. 
straight over that now. Yeah. Over two years now. So yeah, you're going to cheer that guy regardless of whether he's an ass or not. What do you think bully? I don't, I don't think that uh, Logan Paul is going, has a better chance of being cheered in Saudi than he does anyplace else. Uh, people in that part of the world have a tremendous amount of respect for champions, for fighting champions, who men and women who hold gold around their waist. Yeah. Logan Paul is nothing but an attraction to the people in Saudi. Roman represents the entire world wrestling uh, entertainment and is the champion who sits at the top of the food chain. I think people are going to be super excited to see Roman Reigns, to see Paul Heyman, to see the Usos, to see Solo Sokoa, to see the entire bloodline. Um, this is an attraction mm -hmm. match. This is a spectacle match. This is one of those things that, you know, yeah, this would probably work in Saudi. But as you said, Dave, might not work anyplace else. Actually, though, it would work in Vegas, the same place that mm -hmm. the press conference was held, because Vegas is the home of these types of spectacle matches. So I think you could pull it off in the United States. But I don't think Logan Paul has a chance of winning this match against Roman Reigns, because if we take a look at from the very first day that Roman Reigns became world champion up until what we're all think we're gunning for, which is WrestleMania against the rock. Do we really want the hiccup or the blip on the radar to be Logan Paul? I think not. Well, uh, a lot from what you just said, first interesting take on crown jewel, because the one thing I noticed uh, with the crowds at crown jewel is they seem to buy more into the fans than they do here in the States with the baby face and the heels. Uh, but you're absolutely right. I mean, Logan Paul, big here. I don't know if he would be big in Crown Jewel uh, at, at, in, in Saudi. But like Roman Reigns, you're right. They do have the respect of the champion. He'll get that respect on November 5th. But you also said something very interesting, too, which is like this is a spectacle match. Mark, as a matter of fact, at the press conference, Triple H used the word spectacle. So this is just an attraction match. But at the same token... Do we need, if we do see Roman and The Rock at WrestleMania, does it need to be for the Universal Championship? And Logan Paul is signed to the WWE, so, I mean, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Roman Reigns is just going to steamroll over Logan Paul on November 5th. No, Dave, I think that, and, and it's just my opinion, there's no fact based on this, Um it, it's not necessary for Roman to still be champion by the time that he gets to WrestleMania. Like, and, and why would you even want that type, that match to be for the title? Because the rock is not going to be the champion. I mean, he's going to, he's going to quit making movies and dedicate himself back to pro wrestling and, and be on the grind. He's no, He's not. So if if I had my others, I I would have Roman Reigns drop that thing. But and not to you, Logan Paul, though. Not to Logan Paul. But there's there's a couple of other uh, very valid uh, championship quality guys that could handle that. Bully, what do you think we're going to get on November 5th? Like you said, it's an attraction match. It's a, it's a spectacle. What type of match do you think we're going to get? And, like, like, is it a misstep? Because here is a guy that's only had two matches. One of those two matches was a tag match. 
Are you okay with him getting a championship opportunity at Crown Jewel? One of the things I was going to bring up is, did they cover why he gets a championship match? How does anybody who's had two matches under their belt all of a sudden get a championship match? Well, it's a spectacle. It's an attraction match. It is what it is, you know? But I don't think that... uh, We got to remember, it's entertainment at at this point. You know, there's no ranking system in the WWE. You know, the crown jewel is like this a la carte wrestling show where, you know, they just pick who they want to be in the match. I'm not quite sure if they picked this one or if the WWE thought that this was a perfect opportunity to create some buzz and some stir for a show like Crown Jewel and put Logan Paul in the main event against Roman Reigns. But what was your original question, Dave? Because I'm not quite sure if I answered. Well, I mean, what kind of match do you think we're going to get? It's a bells and whistles. It's bells and whistles. It's not, yeah. a, it's not a wrestling match in the middle of the ring. It's a bells and whistles match. Listen, Logan has done a good job. Roman is going to shine Logan up. And um, they will make you think that Logan has a shot of winning. I'm sure they'll use announce tables and uh, a table, a chair. They'll pull out all the stops to make it as entertaining as possible. And Logan Paul is good enough and as is athletic enough to hang with Roman in that type of match. If it's a straight up wrestling match, middle of the ring, traditional championship match, I, I don't think I'm giving Logan Paul uh, as much as much credit for being able to hang and perform with Roman. I'm interested to see what we get because it seemed like it came out of nowhere that this match, like not only did it seem like it came out of nowhere, Bully, but man, did it happen quick. Like, you get the appearance on SmackDown, they have a press conference on Saturday, and now they've set up the match on November 5th at Crown Jewel. Like, it seems like this has gotten thrown together very, very fast. Like, I would have liked to have been more of an explanation, maybe a little bit more of a story, um, maybe heard more from Logan Paul. I honestly don't like a lot of what I've heard from Logan Paul. He comes off like, I mean, for the lack of a better term, like an asshole. Like, almost like, I'm better than this. I'm better than him. You know, I deserve to be here because my name is Logan Paul. I would think that most fans that are going to watch on November 5th are going to wait to see Roman Reigns kick his ass. Like, I I hope they don't do anything crazy here when it comes to Logan Paul. What do you mean by crazy? Put Put the strap on him? Bully, if you're putting a man in the ring for a championship and on a on a big show like we're going to see at Crown Jewel, we've seen championships change hands before at Crown Jewel. If you're putting a championship match together and you've thrown it together as quick as they had, and you had a special press conference for the match, and this guy, this is so WWE like what like Roman said has like what you know, 30 million followers on social media or whatever it is. I, I, I don't think it's added a realm of possibility where Logan Paul could beat Roman on November 5th. And so when we're looking at the timeline of Roman Reigns world championship run, and we're starting to compare it to the championship runs of the likes of a Bruno San Martino, Logan Paul is going to be the blip on the radar that ends this close to 1000 days so far. I think not, sir. Good day. <laughs> Good day. Well, Take that I, with you. I'm just saying. And wait, hold on, right? So wait, because Gabby just looked it up for Logan Paul. He's got 23 million followers on Instagram and over 6 million on Twitter. So yeah, combined, he's got you know 30 million 
social media followers. That's like that, you know, WWE loves that shit. They throw out those social media stats on each and every Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. This is a guy that's going to bring this is a legit guy that's probably going to bring more eyes to the WWE product. Mark just said it and I agree. Roman Reigns doesn't need to be universal champion at WrestleMania to go up against The Rock. Most notably, probably doesn't because, as Mark said, The Rock's not going to stick around. So if you have it for the championship, it's almost a foregone conclusion that The Rock is going to lose. As you guys were saying at the beginning of the show, all it takes is one lucky shot. And you can we have didn't, a new We champion. didn't say that. Logan Paul said that. I don't even think that Logan Paul's one lucky shot will get the job done. Okay. If Logan uh, Paul's your, if Logan Paul's the champ, he's on the cover of every newspaper. He's 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 on Sports Center. He's all over every talk show the next day. Okay. I, it, listen, it is man. a valid what if. Are they doing it? I don't think so. I mean, if I was, if I had to bet money, uh, like Bully said, bells and whistles, uh, smoke and mirrors, uh, 10 to 15 minutes at tops, and everything that could be used is going to be used. The Usos being involved, Solo coming out, Paul Heyman with the no-no right as uh, Logan's about to deliver the finish. No, no, no. He comes up. This is, this, this can't be. And, and, and you know, you got uh, Paul getting pummeled by the Usos behind the referee's back. It, it, every trick that you can use would have to be used. And that will help him capture the WWE Universal Championship. We have a new champion no, coming I, out I of the crown th- jewel. I, new I champion, still, baby. New I champ, Logan Paul. And, and, and to Paul's credit, I don't know if y'all saw, like, there was a video um, of, of him playing football and, like, unbelievable athlete. You know, won, won, won some awards, was MVP of his team and played safety and – and 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 linebacker and I mean it was a hitter, like they they showed him go to the Rams facility and working out with the pros and he did not look outclassed athletically in that arena. And you know how hard that is to say when you put somebody that has not played football in years out there against guys that play football for a living. He looked good. Well, so, I mean, course, he, Mark, he signed a deal with the WWE. He's part of the WWE universe. This isn't just a one-off for Logan Paul. He has signed a contract with the WWE. So who's to say that the push of Logan Paul doesn't begin November 5th at Crown Jewel? I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's an option, <laughs> but you see Bully's face when you said that? Bully, bully, uh, PWI yeah. 500 next next year, number one, Logan Paul. 
The PWI 500. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchitz. Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchitz's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. Mr. Luigi Primo. Luigi, how are you this morning? I'm a Luigi Primo, and I make the best pizza. I'm a doing good. I'm a very happy to be here. Mark, Luigi, how long have you been flipping pizzas for? I would say about a, about a 10 years. 10 right. years. Have you ever competed in any of those competitions? I always watch the people doing the, the dough, flipping the dough in competition. I, I have. I competed in one. I did a very bad. I'm extremely agreeing <laughs> by a pizza spinning of standards. Luigi, where, 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 where are you from in Italy, Luigi? Oh, uh, I'm from the older country in Italy. <laughs> my, my, uh, actually, my grandparents are of a uh, Neapolitan and uh, a genuine descent, uh, immigrated to uh, New Jersey and then to uh, Hollywood, California, my grandparents. Oh, okay. Nice. Luigi, I mean, and listen, uh, from everything I hear, this is the first time I, I've had the opportunity to talk to you. And again, thank you for the time, because I know it's hard. Like you're wrestling, you're making pizzas and we're getting close to lunchtime here in New Jersey. So I know you're I know you're very busy, but like talk about this last week for you, you know, appearing on Dynamite, everybody talking about you on social media, all the gifts, all the memes. Like what's this past week been like for you? It's been overwhelming. Uh, last Monday, uh, you know, the Amima hit. And so I'm just on a social media trying to push it farther and farther. So I'm just goofing around. I say, uh, oh, I'm going to go to all you can eat wrestling, uh, pepperoni con, just to being an idiot on the Internet. And I guess the people started actually tweeting that stuff back to the company. So uh, a second later, I get a message, uh, Tony Akon. I like the pizza. And I was like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Thank you for messaging me. And uh, then I gave him my number. And then before I know, QT uh, Marshall, he, he messages me and I'm in a, I'm in a New York via next today. Wow, that is awesome story. Also, Luigi, you, have you ever used the dough to help yourself win a match? I have. Depending on the promotion, it is either allowed or a frowned upon. But... Uh, I will either to use it to uh, distract my opponent while I get in some of chain wrestling. 
or uh, I have a move I, I call the uh, the Havana pizza onator, where I throw the pizza in their face and then it gives them a, a spinning a wheel kick. Oh yeah, that's it. That's what I like. So Luigi, attend me. Uh, you are going to be at the uh, December 17th uh, uh, Battleground the Pro Wrestling Show in Philadelphia uh, at the ECW Arena and where I face, uh, I fight a uh, hardcore match in Matt Cardona, a jobber, a bottom feeder, a green son of a bitch. Uh, you understand what I say, right? I, I know what you are meaning, yes. Okay, so maybe you bring her the cheese grater. Maybe I use the cheese grater Ooh. on a matter Cardona's face. I slice it the cheese for you. <laughs> maybe you put it the cheese on the pizza, and we make a nice about a bing, about a boom, and we cover up. Maybe we take the pizza cutter, we run it across. Uh, maybe we cut off his, you know, the pishkadil over there. We cut oh, it off. We throw it into oh, the crowd. What do you now. think? I think you are right. He's been a very, I think, a disrespectful to you. And uh, I bring a pizza cutter and I bring a, a grater like a USA. So so the only thing I ask is a please a keep it separate from a, the, the what I use to a cuckoo with because I don't want to get a human flesh on my pizza. Yes, it, it especially at the Matt Cardona human flesh because if I stink. It's worse than a normal. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm the official pizza chef of the FBI. I'm, I'm not sure if you knew of that, but... Uh, so, so I have to see what I, what a, uh, uh, Mr. Aguido and uh, Atomio Wildfire Rich, what do they have me doing for their pizza? But I'm sure we'll get you in there too. Okay, grazie, grazie. Oh, that's so, so FBI is going to be in Philadelphia <laughs> on December 17th as well. This is amazing. Tremendous. This is going to be one hell of a show. Lu Luigi, so I'm just guessing, has your phone, has your emails, has your Twitter feed is just blown up? Like, have a lot of people now been reaching out to you now that they know more about you? And the yeah. bookings. Yes. Yes, I've gotten a lot of a, a really cool bookings. A, I, I'm If everything goes right with my visa and my passport, I get to go to Japan later in the year, which is very, very exciting for me. Uh, also, a lot of um, requests that are, are not a good, such as, uh, hey, Luigi, I want to send you a, a piece of a pizza in the mail. Which I appreciate the thought, but it doesn't materially affect uh, my career at this point to be receiving slices of unsolicited pizza in the mail. And uh, no, I, I, I would think that's messy. Plus, by the time it gets to you, Luigi, you probably can't taste the pizza itself. And plus, right. you're amazing at what you do, cooking the pizza. So any pizza that you have isn't going to be as good as what you make. Yes, pizza is a notoriously difficult to a ship. You can ship it a, a frozen and it's a not a bad, but it's still a not as good as a fresh. Yes. No, not not at all. Even though I have ordered uh, pizza on Gold Belly, and they they'll mail it straight to your house, and they give you the instructions, thaw it out, and put it in the oven for however long and what temperature. It's it's just as good. I mean, I'm just yeah. saying. Maybe I'm just greedy. Okay, maybe I try that. Maybe I have a, a Luigi's pizza on a Golden Belly that I mail to a people. Whoa, that's yeah. good, man. That's good. I'm telling you, Luigi. A uh, uh, hypothetical situation. I thought he to say to you, Luigi, you're gonna have a match on a dynamite uh, this Wednesday night in New York City. Uh, who you want to wrestle? Let's just see. I think I would have liked to uh, wrestle Ethan a Page just so I can get it back on him. He he's a bigger guy. I know it's gonna be a tough. But uh, he he took me lightly. He came in and he kicked me in the face. You know, I'm not as big as a lot of those guys, as most of those guys, actually. But uh, nobody can beat my heart. He's going to look into my eyes and he's going to see a pizza he's never seen it before. 
See, this is where like Ethan Page, we had Ethan Page on the show this past Friday. Um, man, I don't think he understands Luigi, what you can do in the ring and outside the ring. He completely blindsided you on Dynamite this past Wednesday. So I hope low. that's a match that we could see. Because that was not right, Luigi. No, that was low. I thought it, I thought a Danhausen would have would have possibly get one over on him, but uh, I don't know if he was out of sorts or what, but uh, yeah. Ethan Page, he, he put him away pretty quick. So I think it's the time for me to get a shot out of him. Luigi, Renee Paquette is a good friend of the show celebrating a birthday today. She loves to cook and she's also great uh, as a host and as a podcast host. And, and we've seen her do a lot of things in the world of wrestling for you, Luigi. And I know this is a difficult question, but what do you get more pleasure out of cooking pizza and seeing children smiling faces after they have a bite of a slice of your pizza, or is it stepping into the ring and wrestling? So you asked me a very excellent question. So for me, when I am going into the ring, I'm a paralleling the action I take in the kitchen. For instance, I put someone down and maybe I give them a trapezius a claw as to like a kneading the dough. And then mm-hmm. once they're down, I drop an elbow or a senton and that's a topping the pizza. Okay. okay. And so if that it doesn't finish the match, then I get on the top rope and I jump on them. As to putting the pizza in the oven, the metaphor stretches a little thinner there, but, but stay with me because okay. if that it doesn't work, the last oh, thing I do the pizza cutter you got to cut the pizza so for a me uh, cooking the pizza and a wrestling it's a one in the same i can't have one with the other it's one a unified art oh i love awesome it. I love it. awesome all right ultimate question because this gets thrown at me almost on a daily basis on social media and i feel very strongly one way I I approve toppings on pizza, but there's certain toppings that you don't put on a pizza. Oh, For example, a popular one would be pineapple. I hate pineapple on pizza. What's your take on the toppings on pizza? So I think if, if we talk about a pineapple specifically, I don't know why you'd want to eat this fruit. It kind of makes your mouth a numb. It's like mm-hmm. a, it kind of a burns. The same with a white onion that has not been cooked thoroughly. So I think that those that take away from the flavor, when you want to make a good pizza, it's all about the bones. It's all about the dough. You got to have a good dough. You got to have a good sauce. And then the cheese, all it's meant to do, all the the grease and the sauce, all that's meant to do is enhance the flavor of the dough. I know that's a crazy, but if everything is balanced perfectly and the texture is a good, you could have put whatever toppings you want on it there, frankly, but it's all about the dough. See, Bully and Mark, you see what Luigi just said there? It's what I've been saying for a long time here on Busted Open. Dough, sauce, and cheese. It's simple. If you have great dough and you have great sauce and you have great cheese, you don't need those extra. Like you said, it enhances the taste of what those simple formula is, and that is sauce, cheese, and dough. Thank you, Luigi. I appreciate it. The texture of the crust, too. People don't know how much you have the right amount of thinness and uh, the the amount of contact with your tongue and your teeth that actually plays a big part of the flavor that people don't think about. <laughs> Yo, they don't. God, Luigi, thank you, man. I, I appreciate love Luigi. that. Thank you for dropping some knowledge. Where's the? All right, let me ask you this, Luigi. How can people contact you? How can people be a part of your conversations? And what are you do? What are you up to next? So uh, next, I mean, hopefully, I, I get it to a go back a go back to a AW in the near future. But uh, I'm going to a Dallas. Uh, this is Saturday. 
And uh, obviously, as as uh, Mr. Robolia mentioned, I'm going to be in a battlegrounds of Pennsylvania for uh, a wrestling with the FBI in November. And uh, let's just see. You can find more info about uh, my dates or contact me about a booking at Best Pizza Chef on a Twitter or uh, at Luigi Primo PWR on an Instagram. Ah, uh, Luigi, I want to thank you. I, I listen. I'm I'm saying it right now. Tony Khan, if you're listening, and I know Tony Khan does, this is definitely a man you want on your roster because not only can he wrestle and be an attraction on TV and in the ring, but he can feed your roster. So uh, for me, it's a no-brainer. So, Luigi, thank you so much for the time this morning. Uh, grazie. I'm, I'm hoping for that a big catering a contract. Uh, there you Tommy go. Dreamer will be there. <laughs> All right. So make sure you have a lot of... As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. Here's Matt Cardona from our show on Thursday. I know what you're trying to do here on the radio. Like you're trying to stay within the confines of pro wrestling, blah, blah, blah. You know, this was personal a long time ago. I'm telling you, man, you're getting yourself into a situation in which you've never been in before. See, you can control everything because you are, you work on indies where people look up to you or you work in GCW where all those bottom feeding wannabe former, you know, bottom feeding ECW guys aspire to be. You can impose your will on all these guys. You can't do that with me. You can't outbook something. You can't politic something. You can't outfight something. You can't outtalk something when it comes to me. Well, I guess that's going to make this match interesting, right? Because who is going to be proven wrong, huh? Me or you? We'll find out Matt, December 17th. Matt, I'm telling you, you had to beg and plead and politic for a WrestleMania win because your daddy was in the front row. It's going to get hit. Matt, good luck. We'll talk before the 17th, Matt. I'll see you guys later. I'll be back. All right, Matt Cardona will be back. Matt Cardona. I was Man. waiting for him to throw some haymakers at yeah, Bully. Uh, it never these, happened. Years ago in WWE, this was like 2016, me and Devon were in a match against Cardona and somebody else. 
and they 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 had nothing going on for Matt and this other guy, and they asked me and Devon if we would work with them. I think it was on like you know Sunday Night Heat or, one, or Velocity or whatever one of one of these shows, and we said yeah, no problem. Cardona is he he was in such a state of mind during that time in the WWE that he needed to he he didn't work a lot. He they really weren't doing anything with him. So he was in this frame of mind where he always needed to shine or get his shit in or do something to impress somebody. That's fine. Matt Cardona came across the ring and blasted me off the apron and he broke my nose. My nose was shattered. I was bleeding all over the place. And then, and and listen, accidents happen, right? But it didn't seem like an accident. It felt like he took a liberty. Cause I didn't, I, I didn't know he was coming. And then we get in the back and I was letting him off the hook. And my white towel is just filled with blood. And Vince was walking over cause Vince wanted to know what had happened. And Mark, once I tell this story, you're going to get it. And Matt started to beg me to not tell Vince what happened. Please don't tell him. Please don't tell him. Please don't tell him. I hit you. Please don't tell him. He was begging me like a child. Mark, what would a man have done in that situation? I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you talking about? He would have, st- he would have just said, Vince, my bad. I did it. Oh, I thought you were talking about what you. If he would have done that to me, I'd have been like, man, shut up. But he was begging me not to tell Vince what happened. I'm like, what are you, a child? Wow. You turn around and you tell your boss what happened. You stand up. You fucked up. You take it like a man. So my Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever, you know, it, and, and nothing would have come of it. Nothing, knowing Vince. It's not ballet. It happens. Right. But just to see him acting like, uh, you know what? In that situation, I never forgot about that. Now I never went after Matt about that, but now, now he does all this stuff on the, you know, on the, you know, or on the indie scene about that. I'm so extreme. I'm so hardcore. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. He decided to get my name involved in it. This is why I'm telling him the story about I'm not going for the finish. Now maybe there's a little bit more clarity because what are you going to do, Matt Cardona, when you're in a ring with me and I decide to take a liberty with you and shatter your freaking nose? Oh shit. Now what? Now oh, I've oh. receded you from something that happened seven years ago, and now you still have to work with me in my backyard, in my home building, on my home turf. But you now gotta, what? But you got to give him a little respect for that. The fact that he is willing to come for, what? to South Philly. It's a payday, a- Dave. It's a payday. He's going to get paid. And sometimes when you pay, you got to work. You got to work for that money. But he's done things these last year, year and a half that is very unlike him. And I have to respect that. That that, that being said, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play both sides because there's two sides to the story. We gave you know, he called in, you know, we were talking about AEW Dynamite. Having him come on the show kind of threw off the show a little bit because Bully and I had momentum going talking about Dynamite, which is a really good episode this past Wednesday. But we gave him the opportunity to come on the air. And he really didn't do anything with it while he had Bully on the air with him. Now, what he has done, and this is something that you know Matt has been able to do, is do a lot on social media. About an hour ago, he released this statement 
on his social media feed, on Instagram and on Twitter. And this is what Matt has said. He said, this is a shoot. Bully Ray is a bully. He's been extreme shaming me for years. He says I'm not extreme. He says I'm not hardcore. He says I wasn't in ECW. He gave me a no-look handshake when I met him at NYWC show back in 2005. He stiffed me and took liberties with me when we had matches in the WWE. He's currently politicking backstage at NWA to get me fired. And now he has the audacity to put my childhood best friend through a door. On December 17th, I'm going to end Bully and his bullying forever. So, Bully, after telling your story, after hearing what Matt has to say, what is your reply to that? First biggest thing there is the no-look handshake, because I can't stand that. By the way, sometimes I remember when I was coming up in the business, some veterans were, they weren't exactly the nicest guys in the world. And I said, man, I'm never going to do something like that to any of the, any younger guys when I came up. So the no look handshake is complete BS, complete. And you could ask anybody that was at like the create a pro show. Okay. I've been in the business now 30 years. I walked into their locker room and I made sure I walked up to every young boy and said hello to them. Did I shake everybody's hand? No, I fist bump everybody. I say hello to everybody. I make a little joke. I'm like, guys, I probably won't remember all your names. It took me 10 years just to remember Devon's name, a little levity, a little bit of a joke. Ha ha ha. So they know that, Hey, I'm here for you guys. I'm going to ingratiate myself to you. So in no way, shape or form that I have a no look handshake, Matt Cardona. What he's doing is he's trying to He's playing pro wrestler on social media, and I get it. This is not a pro wrestler. Yeah, we're going to be a pro wrestling ring. We're going to put on a show, okay? We're going to have some kind of a match. But this is something that I never forgot about that Matt Cardona did. So if Matt Cardona would have never called me out on social media, I would have never brought this stuff up. Okay, now you want to have a hardcore match or an extreme rules match. And that doesn't mean that, I was like, I was joking around earlier with Luigi. That doesn't mean I'm going to run a pizza grate, a, a cheese grater across your face, although I might. It doesn't mean that uh, I'm going to hit you with a kendo stick or put you through a table or a door. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just, when, I, when I'm talking about when you get in the ring, I'm talking about my fists. I'm talking about, are you going to be able to withstand my clothesline? Are you going to be able to withstand my punch? Are you going to be able to withstand my forearm to the side of your head? When I knock you silly are you going to be able to fight back because you knocked me silly for no good reason years ago and you shattered my nose you made me a bloody mess and you and and when and and, and you made you, you you acted like a big shot in front of the boys which when he came through gorilla everybody was laughing and he's like ha 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 but meanwhile when vince mcmahon comes over you begged me begged me not to not to throw you under the bus and bury you because you didn't want to get in trouble with Vince. That is a coward. Ooh. All right. Well, well if, that, if the roles were reversed and Vince walked over and be like, boss, I caught him with a live round. My bad. But no, but when, so when Vince walked over, I kind of took, I kind of took the heat for myself. I was like, yeah, Vince, I probably shouldn't have leaned into the kid's punch. My bad. I took all the heat wow. for Cardona shattering my nose. 
because he looked like a scared child. And I knew Cardona wasn't high up on the card. He was like, he's, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to bury him when I say this, but he was not doing anything at the time. So I didn't want to bury him any farther than he had buried himself already. That's why I didn't throw him under the bus with Vince. Hmm. Does it make a little bit more sense now? It makes sense. I get why you're angry. Uh, he said in his statement that you took liberties with him. I'm the one with the shattered, broken nose. He did not was, have was a... It, was it a retaliation or, or, or did he just was careless? Mark, on a Sunday night heat match. Okay. On a velocity match. Okay. I got the answer. Come on. All right. Well, you know when yes. you know when we're putting those situations, we're out there to just go out there, go out there good, and show your face. Have a good match. Do what you got to do. Yada yada. Nobody's getting nobody's getting lit up. Mark, my nose was shattered. Like like if if he would have had a, a broken nose, or if I would have busted him open, or if I would have uh, broke broke his pinky, like if, if if he had even one scratch on his face, or maybe if I would have chopped him too hard, or something. Then I would have understood, well, maybe he was receding me for something. He didn't receive me for anything. He was just, he was going into business for himself because he felt like, I need to shine. I need to shine. Vince needs to see me. The office needs to see me. So I'm going to just punch Bully in the face. Shattered my nose, blood all over the place. And then, oh, please don't tell Vince. Please don't bury me to Vince. Coward. Busted open as part of the SiriusXM Sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please give a five-star rating and leave a review subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast catch the full three hours of busted open monday through saturday at 9 a.m eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 go to siriusxm.com backslash busted open trial to start your free trial today This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring. Full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.